Hi, everyone. My name is Britt with Forum Health, and today I have Dr. Wally Taylor of Texas Integrative Medicine in Austin, Texas, to speak with us about why treating chronic illness requires a holistic approach. Welcome, Dr. Taylor. Thanks, Britt. It's good to be with you today. Yeah, thank you so much for answering our questions today. So I wanted to start off with the basics of what is a chronic illness, and on average, how many people does it affect? Sure. Well, chronic illness is, first of all, becoming so much more common than it ever was in the, in the past. And it's eating up so much of our, you know, national budget every year. But the latest statistics I was able to find from 2018, according to the CDC, 51.8% of Americans have at least one chronic illness and 27.2 have two or more. So as you can see right away, we're talking about half the population having one and a quarter of the population having two or more. That's a lot. That's a lot. And most people probably don't even know that they have a chronic illness. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Right. Uh, in my practice, I primarily see ones that obviously are very sick and have sought me out. But, you know, it's, it's seldom that I can't meet with somebody else that we can't find at least a few of these symptoms of chronic persistent illness that, that most all of us actually have. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So what exactly is a chronic illness for, for listeners that may not know? Sure. Well, we use the term chronic mostly to mean what I call persistent. So we're not talking about something that just lasted a week or two weeks, like a, a sore throat or a urinary tract infection. We're talking about illnesses that seem to last on and on and on. Now, they can, they can wax and wane. By that, I mean they can get worse and better. And they can even go away for a little while, but they typically don't stay away. Mm -hmm. So these are what we talk about when we're talking about chronic or persistent illness. That makes sense. Um, so what are some of the warning signs a person should look for that would indicate they're suffering from chronic illness? I think the best way to answer that question is just to talk a little bit about what some of the key symptoms and signs of chronic persistent illness that we see in people. Mm -hmm. And sure. certainly at the very top of that list, I would say is fatigue. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean just like fatigue, like if you didn't had pulled an all-nighter or just didn't get a good night's sleep. Maybe the baby woke up in the middle of the night. I'm not talking about that. I'm, I'm talking about the kind of fatigue that literally allows you to not be able to get up off the couch, mm -hmm. you know, life-altering fatigue. But that would be at the top of the list of persistent illness. And of course, for some people, it's less severe than that. Or it, again, it can fluctuate. But then there's many other symptoms. There, there's one that we kind of throw into a category called brain fog, which would be like memory loss, a loss of focus, a difficulty solving problems, inability to follow a television show. Uh, those are kind of brain fog. Then there's a whole bunch of, of psych symptoms, which often gets confused for actual psych illness. But we're talking now about things like anxiety, depression, even bipolar type mm -hmm. of symptoms. Wow. And then there's a whole host of aches and pains that people can really relate to that are part of this picture of chronic illness, headache, muscle aches, joint aches, just general body aches. Uh, we see that. We see a lot of digestive symptoms, uh, system symptoms as a part of this, bloating, uh, mm -hmm. constipation, diarrhea, post uh, pain after eating, uh, symptoms of reflux. We see a bunch of hormone symptoms with this. Mm -hmm. 
We see a whole variety of immune system symptoms with this, even including what most people would typically wanna call autoimmunity, which is actually quite a host of different diseases, about a hundred different named diseases. Mm -hmm. They're all part of this chronic complex illness that we're talking about. And then I would say uh, hormone issues as well. Mm. So these are kind of the big ones. And, and, and none of my patients really have all of these. Some of my patients just have a small subset. Right. But these are the various signs and symptoms that would tip somebody off to, uh, to having chronic persistent illness from the environment. One right. last thing, one thing that we do see, and we're going to talk about it a little bit later, and that's weight gain. Mm. sudden inability to lose weight, which for many of my patients is one of their bigger concerns. Right. Even probably with diet and exercise, it's still that inability to, to shed those extra pounds. Exactly. It just yeah. doesn't seem to completely have that right. much to do right. with what they're eating and how much exercise they're getting. We can talk more about that, exactly what's going on in the body. You know, those, those warning signs, and those symptoms, I imagine are difficult to diagnose because they can be masked as many other things, like you mentioned, mental health conditions. Um, so as an integrated physician, I know you take a holistic approach with your patients to evaluate and treat chronic illness. Um, could you explain what is a holistic approach and, and how is that different from a traditional medicine approach? Sure. And, and I'm sure you probably know, but our, our viewers may not know that for the first 25 years of my career, I was a traditionally trained ear, nose and throat physician and surgeon. So I certainly came from that background. I went to school at the University of Texas in, in Dallas, Southwestern. So I'm very traditionally trained. But I became a holistic doctor or functional doctor. And I have to say, sometimes I struggle with the best term to use there, really out of frustration that the tools that I had been given in my traditional Western medical training just really didn't work for so many of these people that have chronic complex or chronic persistent illness, especially from the environmental causes. So uh, for me, holistic or functional or integrative medicine basically just means that we focus a lot more on the body as a biological whole or system mm -hmm. and the role that these various root causes from the environment actually play to throw our biology off in a way that ends up leading to these kinds of pictures of illness that we just talked about. Right, right. That makes sense. And that's a great explanation, especially for some of our viewers who uh, don't really understand the difference. Sure. And, you know, I tell people, I have all the tools of traditional medicine, right. but now we have a whole bunch of new tools that focus a little bit more about considerations of the underlying root causes. And then what we can do to change the body in a way that makes it more resilient to right. be able to deal with these different uh, factors. Right. And, and, you know, you kind of touch upon my next question. Why does a holistic approach work um, when other treatments maybe have not? Sure, that's a great question. And of course, most of my patients that we see have already been through the uh, gamut, if you will, of trying to deal with their problem from a more traditional role to traditional standpoint. But, but since uh, most of traditional medicine doesn't really pay much attention to the underlying root cause, um, and primarily just uses different treatments, oftentimes drugs, prescription drugs, uh, as a way to kind of make symptoms go away, 
and I kind of use the term cover up or band-aid over symptoms, uh, these people, they may get better. In fact, they usually do, but they typically don't get well. And so uh, if you take a holistic or a natural or a root cause approach, uh, you're going to see the symptoms just kind of dissipating and to where any of these cover-up medicines that may have been used, and most of my patients come in on any number of those, they can, they can oftentimes be uh, gotten rid of mm-hmm. over time. Right, exactly. Now, in terms of evaluating and treating a person for chronic illness, um, can you give us an example of the type of treatments that you use at your practice? Sure. Yeah, sure. So a lot of my treatments revolve around ways to try to help people eliminate toxins from their system. Some people would call that detox. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then a lot of my uh, things that we do for our patients are actually designed to try to help their bodies be more resilient are more resistant to the effects of the toxins. Many of those are to support the immune system, but others of them are just basically to help their cells function more normally. And when the cells all function normally, so do the different organs that our cells make up and even the systems of organs that make up our body. So this this tends to be the best way to really help people recover from Mm -hmm. these illnesses. That's, that's amazing. And I, I know you've helped so many people just in the Austin area and um, get better and, and find vitality and find health again. Why do you feel like that it's impo- this is an important topic that people should know about? I would say one of the biggest reasons it's so important is because, because of the degradation of our environment that's going on around us. And, and also because of the other big underlying root cause for these illnesses, which is stress, mm-hmm. or what I even often call toxic life experiences, uh, we're just seeing so much more of this. So many more people are affected and so many more people are struggling, not getting the answers that they need. I think this is one of the biggest reasons that it's really important that people know about this and that more uh, providers like me Uh, actually learn this, that there are ways that we can focus on root causes, changing people's resilience or sensitivity, and we can actually help people get over this. And of course, there's also a very big role for prevention in all of this too, which I know it's probably beyond the scope of our, this particular talk, but I would love to talk more about even the role of prevention for Mm -hmm. those of us that are fortunate enough to not be very affected with these chronic illnesses. Exactly. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Taylor. This is excellent information. Um, If any of our listeners today would like to learn more about chronic illness and treatment, please visit texasintegrative.com or call 512-800-5309 to schedule your free 15-minute consultation with one of our health advisors. Thank you so much and have a great day.